Hello, friends. Welcome to the fourth episode of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs Podcast. In, ep- in this episode, we're going to zero in on the pros and cons, the positives and negatives of authors going with a small traditional publisher or choosing the indie author rep. First, by the way of introduction, I'm Ray Keating, your host and the author of the Pastor Stephen Grant novels, which are available at Amazon.com in both paperback and for the Kindle with signed books over at RayKeatingOnline.com. In addition, I'm a nonfiction book author. Please check out Chuck vs. the Business World, Business Tips on TV. Yes, based on the TV show Chuck. And it's jam-packed with tips for your career and business. And also, it is available in paperback and for the Kindle at Amazon.com and signed copies at RayKeatingOnline.com. I'm also a columnist and an economist. For good measure, I taught MBA students for 10 years about entrepreneurship, innovation, the economy, and assorted other management topics. This podcast is mainly targeted at readers and book lovers in general, authors, aspiring authors, entrepreneurs, and aspiring entrepreneurs. So let's get to it. Which makes more sense for an author? Going with a traditional small publisher or becoming an indie author and publisher? You know, we'll leave aside the choice for authors who have an opportunity to go with a, you know, a large publishing house. The decision there, barring extenuating circumstances, should be pretty obvious. Now, understanding that each author is different, with different strengths and weaknesses, and each book and genre has different demands, uh, let's in general look at potential positive positives and negatives with the small publisher choice. Now, this list will be in no particular order other than going back and forth between potential positives and potential negatives. So, number one, potential positive. By going with a small traditional publisher, you gain credibility and prestige. A lot of authors, that's what they're looking for. They want to be validated, if you will, right? So, <clears throat> they go to a small public, they find validation, credibility through a publisher saying, yes. I like this book, uh, and we're going to publish it. Now, as time goes by, um, that's less so, I think, uh, a problem if you go the the indie route. Uh, So you have to decide what's important. You know, is the getting, uh, getting a traditional publisher important to you and your goals? Then there you go. You have your answer. Uh, Number two, a potential negative. Publishers come with baggage, just like the rest of us, quite frankly. Um, they have to be assessed in terms of their motivation. Uh, there, there have been publishers I've come across with that uh, small publishers that you know not exact are, are not exactly uh, uh, hardworking, quite frankly. And they, of course, they have their biases as well. So you have to understand that whether it's worth your time uh, going to them to see if they're interested in your book, whether it be you know political biases or philosophical or religious, etc. So there are some potential negatives there. Back to a potential positive. Um, Traditional publishers clearly have an easier route distribution system to bookstores. So if you want to go into a bookstore and see your book on the shelf, uh, it's going to be easier with a traditional publisher. Not necessarily that it's going to happen, but it'll be easier. But, of course, the big, the, the giant elephant in the room on that is, you know, bookstores themselves, they're becoming less and less relevant uh, in the uh, in the marketplace. 
Uh, number four, potential negative. Um, it takes a heck of a long time to get to the market, sometimes still 12 to 18 months with a traditional publisher. This blows my mind. I mean, when you, when you look at the given technology, why it should take so long is quite frankly, just baffling to me. So that's uh, clearly a negative uh, in the mix. Uh, potential positive. You're going to work with a professional team um, or hopefully you will. And that, you know, that I think matters most when it comes to, uh, editors, you know, get finding a good editor is, is one of the most critical things for an author, um, you know, an established traditional, uh, publisher, hopefully, uh, that will be a clear positive, uh, a clear, uh, strength of going that route. Also, you'll work with designers, uh, you'll also work with people on the marketing front. More, we'll get back to that later. Uh, that's a far more uh, uh, dubious uh, uh, benefit, if you will, or, or potential negative even. Okay, now, number six in terms of small traditional publishers, uh, potential negative. You know, with traditional publishers, you tend to have a short window to grab readership and attention. Um, you know, sometimes it's like 90 days. Um, so how many publishers, quite frankly, are in for the long haul in terms of gaining readers? And you have to think about that seriously, uh, when you make this choice as an author, uh, number seven, potential positive, uh, it's a dollar and cents thing, no upfront financial costs going with a, a traditional publisher and you possibly you'll get a small advance. Now, of course that advance will be applied to any royalties you earn, but, you know, that's that's nice uh, to be able to say that you're not laying any money out of pocket um, up front and you're actually getting an advance. Um, now, the flip side is uh, number eight, potential negative. With traditional publishers, particularly small publishers, you tend to make very little per book. Um, you know, they have a strange, mysterious formula, percent of net book price or net book revenue. Um, and it turns out to be, quite frankly, uh, not a heck of a lot of money uh, per book. So you have to give that serious consideration. Uh, number nine, potential positive. Uh, you do have better access to potential critical acclaim. You know, uh, literary prizes, um, uh, you know, getting uh, to various reviewers and so on. Um, so that's also a uh, potential positive going the small publisher uh, route. Uh, potential negative, and this is a biggie for, for many of us as authors, you really, more often than not, you're going to lose creative control. So once that book leaves your, uh, your computer and goes into the system, if you will, uh, you know, you can lose substantial creative control and that could be very, very, very frustrating uh, for for an author. And it's not too difficult, quite frankly, to find an author that's gone with a small publisher, and they they've suffered this this anxiety, this problem, this challenge, uh, and they're usually not too happy about it. Um, a potential positive: this going with a you know having your book published by a traditional publisher can serve as a stepping stone uh, in your career as a writer. Now, um, you could probably say today, 
uh, more so certainly than in the past that uh, do it going the indie route uh, does the same thing. So you got to weigh that uh, potential negative. And this is where I mentioned marketing before um, talking about working with a professional team. In the end, you're still the primary marketer. If you go with a small traditional publisher, uh, you know, <clears throat> many people will tell you this, including myself, my experience, publishers, small publishers uh, promise big stuff, right? They, they, they say they love their, your book. They'll, they'll say they're going to go out there and, and sell hard market that baby. Um, and too often what happens is they write up a press release, they do some distribution, and then quite frankly, it's still up to you to get the word out. <clears throat> so you're marketer in chief, uh, uh, even if you go the traditional small publisher route. That is if you want to, you know, achieve certain sales goals. If your your goal is just to, quite frankly, get published by a traditional house, then there you go. Um, now, the last one <clears throat> on the uh, traditional small publisher side of the, the decision here uh, is a positive or a negative. Um, traditionally published books um, can serve to improve your larger brand. Yes, you have a brand as an author, um, and and many people will, uh, you know, successfully expand that brand in many areas to support themselves and to advance their books and other things they're doing. So, you know, in addition to writing books, maybe you're speaking, you're doing other writing, you know, newspaper columns, online magazines, etc. Perhaps you're doing podcasts, uh, YouTube, uh, etc. So, having a book published by a traditional house uh, can be seen uh, as, or is clearly a plus for your for your brand. <clears throat> so there you go, pluses and minuses on the traditional small publisher side. Now let's go over and look at uh, pros and cons with the indie author and publisher choice. So number one, potential positive, and it's not potential, it is a positive, total, uh, you have total creative control over your book. Content, layout, design, so on. Uh, you do it, or you have final say when working with others uh, that help you out, that you might hire, and so on. So creative control, that's a big plus um, on the the indie author side of things. Uh, number two is a potential positive or negative depending on who you are. Because you have total control over the business end of things. Sales, pricing, you know, what, what, book, what price is your, is your book going to sell at? Uh, marketing, social media, public relations, earned media. You run the entire business. Now that can uh, that can be fun and interesting. It is for somebody like me, or it can be downright scary and off-putting uh, for for other authors. So you have to decide, um, you know, if you're willing. You know, this is what this podcast is about primarily. This point: authors and entrepreneurs. Right? We emphasize the point that authors are entrepreneurs. So you have to think about as an entrepreneur what your strengths and weaknesses are. And whether, um, you know, running the business end of things is for you or not. Uh, number three on the indie author end of things, uh, positive, potential positive market access. There are no, when you're doing indie uh, publishing, there's no, there are no gatekeepers. You know, those, those people in the publishing industry that 
seem intent on keeping you out uh, very often from uh, from getting your book published. They don't exist, obviously, uh, if you go the indie publishing route. You get to the market, uh, and it's a heck of a lot quicker uh, getting to the market as an indie author and publisher. Uh, you, there is no reason, um, if you go through all of the steps and you do them properly, uh, that it should take, for example, 12 to 18 months to get to the market as an indie publisher. So that's, uh, you get, you have greater access to the market and a faster process. Uh, potential negative, and I say potential, is there less prestige uh, going the indie author route? I, I think uh, not that long ago, uh, it was probably viewed that way. I think this is less and less a problem as time passes. I think readers are just looking for good books to read. Uh, I think very much people in general are darn impressed if you wrote a book and published it, whether you went the indie route or for example, the traditional publisher route. Um, you know, it's, it's quite an undertaking, quite an achievement. And I think people see that. And I think business savvy people, uh, have a greater appreciation for people that go the indie author and publishing route because they understand uh, the many, many things that are involved with doing that, that you're not just the author, the writer, but you're also the entrepreneur. Uh, so again, that negative or positive, depending on your perspective. Uh, number five, potential positive, not, not potential. This is another clear positive, larger royalties. Um, in terms of per book sales, you're going to make more money going the uh, indie author publisher route than the traditional publishing route. Uh, you know, often it's four or five times uh, the royalty amount going the indie route versus the traditional publisher route. And I can tell you that from firsthand, you know, um, I, I published uh, policy books through small publishers um, and I'm an economist and I'm still mystified as to how uh, uh, how your, your royalties are figured out on that front. Uh, they were very small amounts. Um, and you compare that to going the uh, indie author route, very clear what your money is, far more per book, far more per book than the small publisher route. Um, and it's also, you also have a schedule. You know when you're going to get paid. For example, if you go, as I have, through Amazon's CreateSpace and their Kindle publishing arm, uh, you, you can see how much money you've made. And you know when the, that money is going to be deposited into your account. So from a business standpoint, that's a, a big, big plus. Uh, potential negative, clearly, you have to budget dollars uh, to get the book to readers. Uh, there are going to be some upfront costs. They're Quite frankly, though, they're minimal now um, compared to what they would have been in the past, what they were in the past. Uh, again, technology being what it is uh, in terms of uh, being able to publish your book, uh, with somebody like CreateSpace, um, eBooks, print-on-demand, so on. So the upfront costs, they're there, but they're substantially less than they used to be. And then going forward, you know, if you're serious about reaching various goals and you're going to put some money into uh, marketing, then you have to set aside a share of your revenue going forward. That's the best way to do it. Uh, number seven, potential positive. <clears throat> Again, um, you, you're going to have the same shelf space. We mentioned this in a previous uh, podcast. You're going to have the same shelf space uh, 
as major authors uh, in terms of Amazon.com, uh, for example, Barnes & Noble's website, and so on. So, uh, you know, you've got, uh, you've got big authors. They're there with a picture of their book, maybe a picture of the author, perhaps a video, description of the book, uh, quotes from reviews, and guess what? You have the same darn thing at Amazon. So that's, that's very exciting, actually. Um, it's a leveling uh, in many ways through technology. Uh, great stuff for, for indie authors and publishers. Potential negative bookstores definitely are a tougher nut to crack as an indie author, at least at this point. Um, you know, there are avenues that, that uh, depending on who you publish with, what, what publishing tool you use, for example, CreateSpace um, allows you to reach out to uh, bookstores. You know, if you can get their attention, they can order the books. But um, again, you, know, you have to ask yourself, how much does it matter anymore in terms of physical bookstores and bookshelves? So uh, number nine, uh, a positive is, is what I call staying power. With print on demand and with eBooks, <clears throat> your book doesn't go out of print anymore. And that's fantastic for indie authors. Because, you know, it takes more time. Usually, you usually have to allow more time, sometimes much more time, to achieve your goals in terms of sales, etc. So, you know, while I mentioned before, a, a small traditional publisher is likely only going to put in X amount of time, you know, maybe 90 days. And if things aren't happening, they're going to move on to another project that they have, another book in their catalog, if you will. Meanwhile, as, a, as an indie author and publisher, you're about your books, right? So you're not going to move on to something else. And quite frankly, you should be marketing those books no matter how old that book is. And that's that's fantastic uh, to be able to do that thanks to things like, uh, again, print-on-demand and ebooks, um, and shelf space online and so on. So staying power is a big plus. Uh, number 10, we, ha we have a positive or a negative. Um, you know, we mentioned with traditionally published book <clears throat> and linking that to your brand. Well, the same thing goes as an indie author and publisher. Um, you know, you're doing, perhaps you're doing other things, speaking again, other writing podcasts, YouTube, etc. cetera. <clears throat> um, a book adds to that brand becomes part of the brand. Maybe hopefully it's the lead part of your brand, right? And the other things support the books. Um, but again, that is an impressive, uh, thing to tell people that you wrote a book, you've published it, and then you're also the entrepreneur who's publishing it. That says a lot. I think that builds your brand in, in a very exciting way. Uh, number 11, <clears throat> and this is kind of a, well, this wraps up our, our, our checklist, if you will, our comparisons. This is a positive or a negative, again, depending on your perspective. But this all comes down to marketing, 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 and writing, writing, writing. Okay, that's the necessary combination for an indie author. Um, and if you're good at both, fantastic. Go out there and enjoy the process of writing and the process of marketing and pushing and selling uh, your books as an indie author and publisher. It's no secret what my bias is. You know, my bias is towards being an indie author and publisher, especially with the technological changes that have happened in recent times. And quite frankly, I love, uh, and I love both writing and being an entrepreneur. Now, put this in a little perspective, 
Uh, keep in mind that indie publishing is not new. Uh, Walt Whitman, yes, Walt Whitman could not find a publisher for his uh, 1855 volume of poems titled Leaves of Grass. So guess what? He designed and published the first edition himself. Pretty cool. And by the way, no one could accuse uh, Walt Whitman of being shy in terms of uh, promotion. Uh, he wrote reviews of his own book. Uh, I caught this over at the Library of Congress website, and I'm going to quote. This is a quote. The 1855 publication of Leaves of Grass was heralded by anonymous reviews printed in New York papers, which were clearly written by Whitman himself. They accurately described the breakthrough nature of his, quote, transcendent and new, close quote, work. Uh, an American bard at last trumpeted one self-review. Now that's marketing taking to either shameless heights or depths, uh, depending on your perspective. But you certainly uh, uh, could not fault Walt Whitman for uh, having a lack of chutzpah, if you will. So anyway. If the indie author choice was good for Walt Whitman uh, in the 19th century, uh, then I'm on board in the 21st century, a time in which we have so many more tools with which to write and reach readers. Uh, you know, make no mistake, I believe that it's the most exciting time right now in history for writing and publishing a book. Thanks for tuning in. Please like us on Facebook at Pastor Stephen Grant Novels and at Authors and Entrepreneurs and my Pastor, St yeah, Pastor Stephen Grant Novels, as well as my business career book, Chuck versus the Business World, are available in paperback and for the Kindle at Amazon.com. Sign copies over at www.raykeatingonline.com. And until the next installment of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs podcast, enjoy reading, enjoy writing, and enjoy entrepreneurship. God bless and take care.